Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 70 and we find ourselves in Numbers 23 and 24 and then John chapter 8 and the first 11 verses. Have you ever experienced a moment in life where God has been speaking to you or answering your prayers and simply you ignore the response of God? Well, that is what is happening here in the interactions between Balak and Balaam. Balak wants the people of Israel cursed, and he sees an opportunity to do so through the prophet Balaam. Now, Balaam correctly goes to the Lord to inquire as to what the Lord wants to do with this matter, and the answer is very clear. Balaam cannot curse the people, for God has not cursed the people. Balaam cannot do anything that the Lord does not will. Now, it shouldn't surprise you that Balak would take the answer of no and just simply be content with it. He pushes Balaam to check again. In fact, we see Balak pushing Balaam to check with God on multiple occasions, hoping each time a different answer will be given. Balak's behaviour is predictable, but what is surprising is that Balaam kept going back to God. He didn't trust that God would remain resolute on his answer. He thought if he tried again, he might get something different. Balaam had little faith and next to no commitment to the words of God. Time and time again he was told no by God, but time and time again he ignored it and went back to double, even triple check. Now there is a real lesson here for our prayer lives. How often do you pray for something and simply refuse to accept the answer of the Lord? How often do you pray for something and disagree with the answer of the Lord? Faithfulness is accepting in complete contentment the answers of God. God is not someone we can barter with or somehow convince that he made the wrong decision. God guides, commands, establishes our path. And our role is to humbly accept and enjoy walk the road that God sets before us. Now, before heading to the New Testament reading, a word on Balak. What makes him worse? The idea that he wants the people cursed or that he'll do anything to get to it? When hatred builds up in our heart, hatred tarnishes everything. It makes you do and say and want horrible things for others. Balaam's fault was his unfaithfulness, but Balak's is his outright hatred for the Lord and his people. And we need to remember this, that hatred truly tarnishes, destroys, degrades everything in our life. And therefore hatred must be repented and we must replace it with the love of Christ. Now we head into our New Testament passage in John's Gospel, and when you read this passage today, what really strikes me is the horrendous nature that another sin was parading in front of others for the sake of political and religious gain. We should never handle the matters of another's life, whether sinful or good, for selfish ambition. The leaders came to Jesus in the wrong attitude, assuming that their sin was less than the woman's. And what about the woman caught in adultery? Well, clearly her sin is evident. But Christ's response surprises everybody. If anyone is without sin, go ahead and stone her. There was a realisation, almost a light bulb moment. Nobody could dare claim they were without sin, for that would mean they're declaring themselves God, and that is the very thing they're aiming to arrest Jesus for. What I want everyone to see, though, is the final words of Jesus. Go and sin no more. This was not about letting things slip or even ignoring sin. This was about handling it appropriately. For only Jesus can truly judge, and we're to lead sinners to Jesus, for it is in Jesus they'll find forgiveness, and it's in Jesus that a new life can be established. What's the takeaway for us today? Well, be very careful how you handle relationships with others. You're not mightier than them, nor are you better than them. You need Jesus just as much as they do. The best way to respond is always a mutual humbling before Jesus, a mutual confession before Jesus, and then new life found in Jesus. 
So yes, we can be caught in sin. Yes, we need to seek forgiveness from Christ, but never ever parade sin of others for your own selfish gain. Let's pray together. Father, we do pray that we would be content with the answers you give us to our prayers. We pray that we wouldn't just rehash the same prayer over and over again, expecting different responses. We pray that we would be faithful in our obedience to you. Father, let us never trod on people and use their sin for our own gain. Instead, Father, help us come to that mutual submission before you, seeking your forgiveness for our sin and seeking new life in you. Father, we pray that all these things would be evident in our life today. We pray this in your name. Amen.